Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 21st. National Sticky Bun Day. Hey, fun fact. The difference between a sticky bun and a cinnamon roll is that a sticky bun has a caramel topping. And both are delicious. So, no problems with either of them. And now, the news. A court filing on Tuesday showed that Alexander Smirnoff, very cool last name, not a great guy, but cool last name, the FBI informant who accused Hunter Biden and President Biden of taking bribes from Ukrainian energy company Burisma to the tune of $5 million each, leading to the House's current impeachment investigation of the president, and who has now been indicted on those charges now that those claims appear to be false, had contact with Russian intelligence officials. So that's neat. If there's one thing Russia's going to do, it's murder their opposition and muck around in American elections. Prosecutors say Smirnov admitted last week that, quote, officials associated with Russian intelligence were involved in passing a story. This is one of those things that, like, feels small right now, but it's all part of a bigger story. Will this change the House's views on the impeachment investigation? Who's to say? I mean, I think we can guess, but uh, we'll see. Hunter Biden is expected to give his deposition next week. Also on Tuesday, the Supreme Court declined to hear a case brought by a group of Trump-aligned lawyers who face sanctions in Michigan because of the time that they lied about the election being stolen. The election was not stolen, and frankly, they should not be able to even keep their law licenses at all. So they can just calm down about trying to go all the way to the Supreme Court. Oh, but I want everybody to know I lied. <laughs> all right. Consequences for actions. Alta Vista it. The group includes some superstars in the Trump community, yikes, like Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. By declining to hear the case, the Supreme Court is allowing a lower court ruling to stand, which includes paying more than $175,000 to cover the legal fees that Detroit and the state of Michigan incurred while defending themselves in the lie-filled lawsuit that they brought in hopes of overturning the free and fair election. The group were also referred to the bar associations in each of their states for disciplinary proceedings. So, better bust out your warmest turtleneck sweaters, Sidney Powell, because find-out season appears to be upon you. For reasons that are truly unknown, but no one try and talk her out of it, Nikki Haley, who is more than 20 points behind Trump in her home state, is uh, staying in the race, refuses to get out, so excited to stick around. Having the loveliest time, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not miserable. She said, quote, South Carolina will vote on Saturday, but on Sunday, I'll still be running for president. I'm not going anywhere. You know what? Dream big, babe. Okay, and then I've got two difficult stories to talk about. Both are different, but each deal with the death of a young child. So if this is not something you want to hear about, these are the last stories of this episode, so you can safely end it here and know that I'm proud of you for taking care of yourself. But if you can, please stick around because they are important stories. First up, the body of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham, who was last seen the morning of February 15th near her dad's home in Livingston, Texas, has been found near the Trinity River. In custody since Friday, the suspect is Don Stephen McDougall, 
a friend of her father's with an extensive criminal history that includes enticing a minor and who lived in a camper behind her house and allegedly promised to take her to school that day. He was arrested on Friday for unrelated aggravated assault charges and is now the suspect in this case. 11 years old. Horrific. And then, of course, there is a story of Nex Benedict. Nex was a 16-year-old non-binary teen in Oklahoma, which is home to not only a bathroom law that requires public school students to use the bathroom that matches the sex listed on their birth certificate, but also the Don't Say LGBTQ Plus bill. Both are signed into law in March of 2023. And just a few months later, at the beginning of the school year, Nex was the subject of constant and increasingly violent bullying. On February 7th, Nex and another transgender student were in what the school described as a, quote, physical altercation when they fought with three older girls in the bathroom. During that altercation, Nex was knocked to the ground and beaten. And when their mom came to the school found with bruises on their face and eyes and scratches on the back of their head. The school did not call an ambulance or the police. Instead, Nex was suspended for two weeks. The next day, they collapsed in their living room and were declared dead that night. An investigation into what LGBTQ advocacy groups are calling a hate crime is ongoing, and who knows what charges will be filed, but I know for sure that the governor and state house reps who passed and signed these hate-filled laws won't be, but should be. This was a 16-year-old kid who was bullied and died because all they wanted to do, all they wanted to do, was live their most authentic life. That's it. This was a straight-A kid. Their most authentic life should have been long, should have included falling in and out of love, college, or maybe not college, maybe backpacking through Europe, loving a song so much they drive their friends bonkers, but then can't hear it without thinking about them. Finding a new book and a band and a movie a hundred different times over and over and over again. Their most authentic life should have been beautiful and included a million little things that make all these silly little days worth it. And without question, it should have included turning 17. But instead, the state passed their cruel for the sake of being cruel laws that allowed the intolerance in others to turn to a violent hate that left a kid who didn't do anything wrong dead in its wake. What do you even say in a moment like this, except that next deserved better? And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of you.